My whole thing right now is about being unstoppable, about really reaching inside and grabbing something that's in there that you might not know is there. Welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Unleashed and Unstoppable Show. My name is Todd Pierce. And my name is Dean Martin. And today we've got a great guest on, Ryan Bowles. So look, as coaches, we all understand that if we can talk to the right audience, we're going to be sharing our message to the people that actually want to hear it. And with our guest today, he's all about talking to the right audience and getting your message out to the right people that actually want to hear it. So it's all about growing groups, engaging with those groups, those people that are in there, and then helping coaches and people that have a group monetize it so they can create an income from it. So welcome, Ryan. Thank you for joining us today on the Unleashed and Unstoppable Show. Pleasure to have you here. How you going, mate? Doing awesome. Thanks for having me. It's a wonderful day to be alive. Absolutely, man. So I'm I'm pretty excited about today because obviously like for those that don't know, like having a a group online is a, is a pretty useful thing because when you've got a group of, of obviously engaged, ideal, perfect fit clients, like or, or prospects, if you would, like there's yeah. massive potential there. And, you know, I know that you primarily help coaches, but like the business person in me kind of says, well, this isn't just useful for coaches. It's useful for anyone that's got a perfect client that wants to put them into one place to give value, to nurture, to create clients in the long term. Oh, totally. We've got got real estate um, clients that have groups. We've got people that have hypnotherapy, um, you know, practices, all sorts of people. It's wild. And you know, there's only a, a fair, like a, a minimal amount of people that probably shouldn't have a group, but for the most part, it's a great place to build a community of people that get to hear, see, taste, like, feel who you are before, you know, diving into the deep end with their wallet. Nice. I love so that. Good. So talk to me, man. So obviously right now you, you, you help coaches to, to, to grow their business by groups, how to get them in, get them in the groups, engage inside the group and then monetize that. So obviously get clients. So yeah. how did you get here? What's the backstory? What's the journey been like to this stage now? Dude, it's wild. Um, not wild maybe to some, but like wild to like, I would have never thought I'd be doing this. It's like people are like, man, that's a really random skill set that you're teaching and doing. I'm like, yeah, it's. Well, you're a random bloke, mate. I saw your wedding. You had a uh, Star Wars wedding. <laughs> yeah, just got married. During COVID. Uh, during COVID. It was meant to be the traditional wedding, the venue and all the rest, but um, we flipped it on its head to five people and people on picnic rugs, you know, exercising nearby um, by the beach and it was full Star Wars, all the kit on and all the rest. So we had some fun and made the news um, and, you know, cops pulled up at the end and nearly booked us for it as well. So it was all there. <laughs> so that's only a few weeks ago. But backstory to get to here was grew up, long story short, grew up in an entrepreneurial family. You know, I saw my parents speaking on stages, uh, running meetings. They became national managers and, you know, state managers here, national managers, New Zealand's in their company. Um, and so I was always in that environment. So mm-hmm. there's two bookshelves here, like one's mine. One's, this is my dad's old office, yeah. um, which is a really cool legacy. He tragically died in 2012. Um, we may or may not get into that, but his, like, his um, bookshelf has got winning secrets with like Tony Robbins, Tony, uh, Tom Hopkins, Jim Rohn, Zig Ziglar. So like, and that, that's like cassette tapes if I was to pull that up. Actually, babe, could you pull that up for me? I've got my amazing wife here. Yeah. Just, just for those people who are not quite sure what a cassette tape is. That's... All right. Check this out. What is it? 94. Whoa. So my wife was born. <laughs> like, hey. So oh, like, funny. 
that's the environment that I grew up in to give you the, the backstory. Um, so I guess it was a matter of time before I stepped into it. I just knew in high school, didn't want to boss, didn't want to go to uni, which was the common road that teachers and, you know, everyone was sort of pointing towards. Um, and then the jobs that followed after that were like, stepped into retail, but then got a personal training, you know, qualification, I think as everyone did in 2007 <laughs> to 2009. Uh, trained for a few Stuck with it, really. <laughs> Here, here's a cert four. You're now good to take people's lives into your own hands. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so personal training, I've done MLM. Uh, I tried selling trinkets and bits. Um, you know, started a, a sunglass company and a watch brand we manufactured from China. We did trips back and forth and we had market stalls and, you know, stock in store. Um, all of these things trying to fulfill just that entrepreneur like hole inside of us. Mm. As to like, where does my purpose match my assignment um, that, you know, fulfills me daily? So it's been like one thing after another. Cool. Then I started uh, a band in the midst of all this. Wow. I, was a, I was in a metal band, the vocalist, also the manager. We toured for six years around the world, um, signed to Sony. I learned graphic design in that. So I became a graphic designer and started, you know, um, gaining projects and clients and learned my marketing and, you know, how to manage and grow a cool brand within that space, um, which helped then with all the endeavors that followed. So, mm gained a bit of traction and notoriety within the graphic design space uh, as someone influential, turned that knowledge into my first online course, which was a number of years ago. And that's when like got introduced to the click funnels, expert secrets style of uh, monetizing information. Yep. Did that for a couple of years until burnout of like, I know that the information and the coaching is what I enjoy, but the clientele wasn't fulfilling me and it wasn't mm -hmm. like rubbing the right way after a while. So that's when I knew probably 18, 20 months ago, I had to make a change. I'm like, who do I want to serve? Uh, will I enjoy, do I have you know knowledge in that area and will they pay me for it? Um, and that's where I'd realized I'd grown a pretty simple, organic six figure coaching course based business for graphic designers. And I was like, okay, I wonder if other people want to learn how to monetize groups. Cause I've done it pretty easily. Yep. Um, started my research there. And I guess the last 18, 24 months of history now in terms of where we are in the coaching space for helping coaches grow and profit from groups. Yeah. Nice. Cool. cool story, man. That's a cool story. Thanks. What's going on. Gotcha. So, so that's cool. So now you're, 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 you're doing this, this kind of uh, coaching and working with people that you love, which is a really important thing. It's funny. I just recorded a video this morning, which was the importance of finding the right who, because like as, as a coach, when I started coaching and 10 years ago now I started doing coaching. Um, I got out and I was super passionate, right? I was like hungry. I was like, I just want to work with everybody, anybody, grab them, hold them. Absolutely. Let me help you. Let me help you. Right. And I was saying in the video, it's like, I would get clients, but, they weren't always the right client. And when you work with the wrong client, it's oh, extremely it's frustrating. Yeah. Not just for you, but like also for them, you're going to put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. So like talk to us about that. So obviously the importance of finding the right who and, and, and just kind of unpack that if you would. The right who. Um, I guess it started because, I, you know, I think it probably starts when you start feeling a bit of tension and, uh, you know, that you're not rubbing the right way. And I just knew that I was, at that time I was serving creatives. Um, you know, I guess I'm a born creative. 
but with the creative side comes the melancholy comes a lot of the other things in there and the people I was serving weren't necessarily what I would class as a business owner um, where they're thinking about the business and how to work on it they're just just in this weird grind and so whenever I had a conversation like this with you dudes I was like this is what lights me up whenever I was at a conference marketing event whatever business coaching I just have these entrepreneurial chats you know that's a weird term for them. Just chats about business. And when you're on the same page with someone, I was like, that is where whatever I do, whatever that looks like, I don't care what the, the skills and the mechanics are. I just want to be hanging out and having those conversations. So it's that's kind of what like I went. Right? You know, you get into those kind of conversations, it's kind of like the force is strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got my lightsaber in the back here. <laughs> so, um, but that's all I, I just knew I wanted that. And so I went searching for that. Um, it's so freaking important. Like just, just, just two weeks ago, last week, last week I was chatting with a client that was saying that she, you know, she's starting to feel it burned out sometimes. And she's like, I just don't know if I, I, I love it. And I go, what don't love what you're doing or you don't love who you're serving? Yeah. Because like, yeah, it's a great question because like I, I, I said to, her, I can cr- contrast that. Like I just recently won a big 14 day coaches challenge. Right. And like Congrats. I would spend four to five hours on a live call with them twice a week. And like, she goes, that's crazy. I said, that's not crazy because they're my who. Yeah. And like, just you know, like when, when it's back and forward, totally. the right who it's like, you've got a, a, an abundance of energy. Like, and you know, yeah. what's, you know, what's funny when I was personal training, my boss at the time had this like strange rule um, because I'd be training clients, you know, either in our, in our gym or at their house, bless you, <laughs> sneezing <laughs> over here. Um, and, I'd be getting up at 5 a.m. being at their house and like some would be mansions with tennis courts. I'd be training husband and wife and they'd say, hey, do you want to sit down and have breakfast afterwards? You know, we're going to put breakfast on kids here. And I'd say, yes. My boss would criticize me and say, you can't be doing that because clients are not friends. And I just had this, like it didn't sit right with me that we can't be friends with the people that we're working with. And so now, you know, I'm happy to take a message at 10.30 p.m. and, and quickly you know, shoot something back and forth because I love the person that I'm working with or mm. vice versa. They're up late and they're there to support me. So yeah, the who is just, it makes all the difference. So we kind of ended up here. Yeah. What we're talking about, right, is is the, the, the nature of community, right? And like a good community is, is, is people on the same wavelength. And a bad community is where there's conflicting values, conflicting outlooks, and yeah. there's no... Good segue. Uh, yeah, it is. Well, like, we kind of ended up there. So I told you, yeah. but, um, yeah. but it's like symbiotic when you've got like the all different, all the same kind of mindsets in one place. So groups, why groups? Yeah. Our groups. What what is it about groups? Yeah, well, I guess I grew a, a large following on Instagram, and I thought like, and that's how I was um, promoting my services as a designer and on in the band space, etc. And so. I had this following, you know, it was like five, 10, 20, 30,000 people. And then it was like never, it was always a one way conversation. It was always me delivering and you'd get comments and, you know, DMS and things back, but it just never like came around full circle. Um, I guess the group side of things did come around um, because of Russell Brunson in expert secrets. He talks about growing a tribe. And I was like, what if I take my creative audience and, let's get them in a group and see what happens. And so that's where conversation can happen. It's a two way street. It's not just you at the front of the class dictating what goes on. Um, There's just so much room for, you know, growth in so many areas. So I guess that's where it started trialing it out there. And it went, 
amazing. Like it wasn't like the most difficult thing because I had a following already. Um, The more I started to learn about it, I was like, okay, there's a lot more to this thing than just getting people into a bucket and, um, and, and talking. That's where I started to develop what's working, what doesn't, what should happen, what shouldn't happen within a group. There's a lot of shouldn'ts. Um, And it started to snowball from there. Nice. So what, because you've been doing this for quite some time right now and, and like, you know, there are people that do groups well and there are those that don't. What, what would you say are the biggest mistakes people make when they try to grow their groups? Yeah, awesome. Um, some of the biggest mistakes that I see within groups are people treating the group like it is Instagram, like it is, you know, your Facebook page and they use it just as this promotion panel where yep. it's like, buy my stuff. Here's the link, you know, 24 hours left, or it's just a me fest. Yep. But like, you know, here's me, 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 me. It's just inspo quotes that I post everywhere else, but you're getting the same thing in the, the same format, but in a different place. Yep. Um, yeah. Some of those usages are m- some of the most frustrating that I see. Yep. Um, I see people just trialing the same thing over and over, but not getting any different results. Yep. And I'm like, why would you keep, doing the same thing, beating your head against the wall if it's not working. Um, they're probably probably three of the biggest things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the whole BMS buy my shit thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, what I, that, that's what I call the National Achievers Conference, by the way. BMS. BMS, yeah. BMS conference. That's great. Access <laughs> <laughs> yeah. resources, boom. Oh, well. So I think, I think they're some of the big things. Um, I, I also see people trying to imitate what larger groups are doing or more successful coaches are doing in their environment, in their group, which can work if you're willing to tweak, test and trial. But um, often it's like, oh, I've seen what he or she's done. Let's try and use that. And it just falls flat on its face and they wonder mm-hmm. why. That's another big mistake. Sure. So what would you say the, the, the big secret is for, for making the group have a good vibe or a good culture to it, a good essence, if you will? Yeah, it's got to be fun. Yep. Um, the, one of my biggest learnings in the last two years is that business should be fun. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just portrayed the wrong way by successful people that have a successful attitude in terms of, you know, I go buy the book and I talk to my clients this way, but when I'm having fun, I talk to my friends in a different way. It's like, you know, they should play, play out the same way. And I think, um, you know, 2020 is a, a great example of the, like the conversations that have been going on in this climate uh, have really opened things up for um, more empathy more laughter like both sides of the coin time to be serious time to play Um, so your group should have that feel to it you should be able to create fun but also be known as the authority by the value that you deliver um, by you know how you teach and support the people within it Uh, and then also being able to put the foot down and and kick people out or tell them how it is as well at the same time. So it's a mixture of all those things. So in respect, because you, you spoke about posting before and like one of the mistakes being that they either, you know, just re- regurgitate shit from everywhere else online. Yep. And they, you know, just post themselves. So what, what, if you were to give someone a bit of advice in regards to the, what kind of stuff to post in their group, what would you say in the, in the shortest form? Well, there's four types of content yep. that we teach all of our clients um they're sort of and if you would if someone's listening along if they got a piece of paper out usually i'm teaching on my ipad and they draw uh a cross crosshair of this model you've got four quadrants in the top half you're going to be um you know things are quite light 
and fluffy, fun, valuable. So in the top left quadrant um, would be value. These are things that you're teaching, you're sharing, you're giving. Um, you know, they might come in the form of interviews, podcasts like this one. You might do a long form post that gives strategy. It might be a, uh, a video or a, um, you know, Q&A. Could be a whole range of things that teach, that share something that you are an expert in that shows that you're the boss, that you know what you're talking about, that people can get results from. In the top right quadrant is where you want your members to share about themselves. Uh, Dean, what's the number one thing we all love talking about more than anything else on the face of the planet? Yeah. All about us, right? It's, it. Everyone loves to talk about themselves and if they oh. leave the conversation, they've done all the talking. Totally, so if you can put... If you... <laughs> well, I was about to say Todd because oh, right. everyone loves to talk about Todd. Oh, I thought you were going to say ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everyone loves talking about him. No, um, so if you can put those glasses on as to like, what can I get my members talking about themselves, you know, through that lens, then you start to find that you can ask really great questions about your market, your niche uh, or niche for our American friends that people are involved in. So if you've got, um, you know, a pet group, you know, why don't, why don't you ask questions about that group? What's, um, your favorite pet? What's the favorite thing to do with your dog on the weekend? When did you first get a dog? What was your first dog's name? People are going to like do backflips to answer that style of question because that's what they're passionate about. That's why they're in that group. Okay. So that's your top right quadrant where they're sharing about themselves. When we move below the, uh, the hemisphere, okay, yeah. the bottom uh, quadrants, you've got your bottom left, which is more your pain questions. These are where we're starting to go, okay, uh, where are you now? Where would you like to be? So in a coaching space, really simple to understand that concept of if you're prospecting someone on a sales uh, call, where are you now in your business? Where would you like to be? Uh, where is your dog right now? Where would you like it to be trained in a month's time? If we're using a fun dog terminology, we've got clients that train dog trainers. Uh, so it goes to show you that groups just continue to surprise me in the most wild places. Yeah, nice. Um, she actually just did 91K in the last couple of months uh, from a Love group that. of only like 300 people. Oh. So it's really cool in dog training. Um, so yeah, you're starting to separate the gap of where they are, where they would like to be. That yeah. helps you find out whether you... Todd, Dean can help in that intermittent um, piece mm. of their, their mm. life or their business. Yep. The fourth and final quadrant, bottom right-hand corner, is your lead generating um, posts or content. These are like webinars. Um, you might run a campaign, a challenge. Uh, it might be call to action to chat privately or to jump on a call, or you might give away you know, a Zoom brainstorm where you, you've got a limited amount of people that jump on there. You're going to give value, and then you'll give a call to action to book a call, et cetera. So you've got four pieces of content to play with. Um, that's the sort of stuff that will fill up your group. And if you schedule them right and balance them out, your group's going to be 10 times better than your neighbors. It's awesome. 100%. So we started, we kind, of, we kind of ended up there, which is the second thing we want to talk about, which is engagement, right? Yeah. So we talked about like, you know, oh, actually, let's backtrack two seconds. So I see some people get caught up sometimes. You see this all the time, right? You see this in starting a business, in starting a coaching business, saying, what am I yep. going to call myself? What do I call my group? What do I name it? Yeah, great question. <laughs> uh, people, but we don't think about it, you know, where we're at. But some people literally get stuck there. It's like, what do I call yeah, my yeah. Group? 
I mean, it's important, but it's not the end of the world. Like the work, probably a mistake that I see too many groups doing is naming their group after their business. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say their business is like Dick and Harry's Mechanicals and they name their group that. Um, it's like, unless the world knows about your brand already, like Tony Robbins, yep. don't name your group after your business because more likely than not, they're not searching on Facebook for your business name. Otherwise, you'll just seem like a mechanical dick. Oh, yeah. dick, dick and Henry's mechanical. Exactly. <laughs> um, don't ask me where these names come from. Uh, they've got no relevance at all. We don't have anyone that has Dick and Harry's mechanical group. Oh, so it's available. Right. Yes. It's available. That name is available if you want that. Yeah. So would you say uh, it's more important to like name the group after more like the purpose or the, the yeah, content of the group? Big time. So, okay. Yeah, the benefits as well. If you can, if you can title your group after the benefit or the desire that that um, prospect or your perfect avatar is looking for, yep. think about if they're searching Google, if they need help on Google or YouTube, what are they, t- what are they punching in? You know, business coaching. Mm. What, what's the, the broad aspect that they're looking for um, before they find your service? So yep. if we can get some keywords, you know, three, four keywords around that thing, uh, you're going to be miles ahead of the competition in search, in rank, in people finding your group um, from the get-go. Yeah, nice. So for those just, just watching and listening, just to recap that. So when it comes to your group, number one, you, you want to make sure that you don't get caught up on the name. Don't call it you. Because <laughs> people don't care about you. They care about themselves and what they want to get. So make it outcome focused. Um, second of that, obviously, you know, um, Ryan went through the four quadrants. From memory, it was value, focus on the members, focus on the pain, and then have a small part that's promotional. And that will keep your group nice and engaged. So we're there now. In respect to engagement, so what's, yeah. what's the best way to foster engagement? Because I've, I don't know, I'm sure you have actually. There are some groups that are so flat, that are so boring. And then you have other groups on the flip side. And I'm thinking about one in particular that, that which shall not be named, that you go in there and it's literally this everyone pitching their shit Oof, every right. single day. That's so how do, we, how do we have a good quality group? That's yeah, for sure. And heading in the right direction. Yeah. So, so that content um, quadrant that I just sort of mapped out, right. It sort of gives you an idea as well as to how much you should be in each. So 25% of each, yep. uh, if any of those balances are out, like, Hey, you probably need to relook at what's going in. So if uh, like that group that shall not be named, yes. um, that is just a pitch fest, you, they've probably got that quadrant at the 75% or higher, you know, range where it's like they're desperate for sales and that comes across either they're desperate or they're literally just crushing it and their community don't mind that they push so hard on sales. It's either one or the other. It's feast or famine in that, in that mode. My bet is though, it's probably famine. Um, And if the community is not posting and engaging anywhere else in the group, there's probably some more. The whole whole one I'm thinking of particularly the whole, bloody community just every single day every single post is hey buy my stuff buy my stuff right so the community are posting their pictures so would you and would you say that comes down to not having the right kind of moderators in place yeah it depends how they've set up their rules what their standards are for the group um there are groups out there that you are allowed to pitch in so um it depends on those things you know there's so many yesterday where it was there pitching their business every post there was all these different businesses all posting but there was no engagement whatsoever on any post totally it's it's throwing it against a brick wall 
Um, the other one is like people just going lot, allowing people to go live in your group as well. And um, there's a group that, oh, so I just go that grew because you were allowed to go live and get better at that. But like when you went in the group, you're not watching 30 to hundred people's live videos. You just, unless some people probably are, they've got nothing else to do, but yeah. it's not my type of group. Uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not yours either. I've got a question for you. So if you were to define what good engagement is, what would you say good engagement in a group is? Dude, comments. Comments are the currency of Facebook. Okay. I've been on two mastermind um, coaching calls this week where we've been teaching this stuff. And that point, driving that home is like, if you can get good at your copywriting, your question asking, um, your ability to drive comments on a live video, on a post, on an image, whatever the thing is, yep. you are going to absolutely thrive. Uh, yeah, comments are the currency. Is that any sort of comments or is it like one words or is it like... 20 words, is it? Like, honestly, that can be anything. A GIF is a comment, mm. right? Right. GIFs are hot. You've probably seen people, probably seen me. Like, drop a GIF if this makes sense or if you want the details or, you know, whatever the thing is. Yep. Super simple. Uh, most of the world knows how to use it. They're fun yeah. in our business. We crack oh, ourselves hilarious. up. Yeah. <laughs> Kaylee, my wife and I, we just like, we'll sometimes lose it over one GIF we've sent to a prospect in a DM. We're just <laughs> laughing because we found this amazing GIF. And leading to like i don't know where the convo is going but you know we've talked like whether this podcast will be titled every conversation is a sale yeah. unbelievable the amount of rapport i can build with someone by sending them the right gift at the right time i agree 100 yeah. I, I, I love gifts man they're so much fun and they're it's just the best funny things and i think this touches on such an important thing right and, and it kind of does i think draw upon that kind of archaic you know, 50, 60, 70 style of business, which was everything has to be straight down the line. Yes, no, black, white, nothing in between. Yep. Very much old school. We're not in that age anymore, right? And it's okay to let your personality shine out. Totally. Like, Agreed. And, and it's fun and people go, people don't want to buy from a fucking brand that they just don't yeah. know, right? They don't want to buy from a Coca-Cola. Like yeah. I'd much rather buy from Ryan or from Dean and know who you are, what you're about mm. and what value you're going to bring to them. Big you time. have to let that personality shine out. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And on that, I think it's that, that polarity of like, uh, dude, I love star Wars. I understand that not everyone loves star Wars and you probably don't, you know, get your kicks from it, but that that's cool. Like those that do are going to want to work with me because of that. Simply that, yeah. uh, those that don't, they'll probably like might look at my strategy and if I can help, but that's fine. They can continue on down the river. Um, totally should be having fun showing your personality and just gifts in general, like we use them in our, um, in our sales process, in our engagement pieces across the board. We teach that in our course. Like, I love it. Gifts are good. I, I love, yeah. I'm getting the, uh, I, I, this is me, right? This is my personality, but like, I'm, I'm not, uh, yeah, I, I don't care if I offend someone. Let's put it that way. <laughs> right. It's, I've picked I, that up already. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I don't, I, don't, I don't care because I actually, I've got, a, I've got an ad that's just about to go live right now. And in the ad, I say, look, I'm not here to make friends with everybody in the fucking internet, right? I'm here to get results. So yeah. I don't need to impress you with pictures with fucking celebrities that I paid for. I don't need to impress you by going and standing next to someone who's famous. I don't, yeah. I don't need their star power, right? I'm here for results. I'm not here for friends. I'm not here for being extra. And like... I think it's important. You have to let you shine out and, totally. and people get stuck in what I could only describe as I said, this podcast go anywhere. Right. But in, in what sure. I could only describe as the gray zone uh -huh. in that, you know, they're, they're trying to be 
everything to everyone. And yep. when you do that, you effectively be nothing to no one. Well, it's vanilla, right? Yeah. Never nice to be no. vanilla. Napolitana, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's a, that's a great, great thought. And, you know, I, was, I, I think it's in, innate within us to feel like we need to be a people pleaser because we want people to like us. We don't want ultimately people disliking us. People that I think say that they enjoy that still don't really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, it's not part of our, you know, moral compass or, you know, whatever's inbuilt within us. We, we do want to be appreciated. It's one of our human values. Mm. Um, but finding the balance of if you're highly offensive and that's the way you vibe, then people, you know, that are like that as well will be, they'll come on board with that for sure. Yeah. Um, totally agree. Because I, I, uh, when, I was, when we were talking about gifts and stuff like that, it just reminded me of like online, right? And, and I want you to answer this. In, in, in the context of groups and things like that, how do you advise people to um, respond to negative remarks? Because like, for example, like that's a cool question. There are always going to be people, no matter who you are, what you do, no matter what level yeah. of success you get to, there's always someone that's going to try and tear down your house. Yeah, like, I guess. Okay, cool. There's a few, there's a few ways around or to tackle this one. The first <laughs> is like, if it's your group, you can just boot that person. Yeah. Uh, there's been plenty of people, I'll, I'll use some examples. There's been pl plenty of people in my group. I don't allow you to like post a video about you or your business or whatever, you know, post a link to something in my group. And, you know, for some people, if they've made an honest mistake, I'll give them that warning or like our team will give them a warning, but some people have really abused it. And so they just get the boot, no warning. Uh, and then I'll remind the rest of the group that, Hey, like, you know, I'm, I'm the, the alpha. You know, I've seen I mean, some of your posts where you've just man. booted someone and then you're like, hey guys, just letting you know, this guy's out because he did the wrong thing. Some of them are hilarious. Yeah, so he crap. stepped out of line and he knows it. He's gone. Um, yeah. And it's I also a lesson. Know. It's a lesson. Um, in my niche, it's a lesson because like, you know, I'm helping group owners, but also it's a lesson for the members that like, hey, we, we've got some rules here. You know, it's pretty flexible, but don't step over the line. Big brother's um, always watching. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Todd, I forgot your, your initial question, but sure. so um, in respect to like when you get negative comment, let's yeah. let's take it outside of the group mm. setting, right? Let's say you got an ad up on social media. Let's say yeah. you're you're promoting. Yeah, okay, cool. So I love to respond. Uh, you know, back in the day, I'd get hurt, bit butt hurt, and just delete the comment or whatever. But I love to leave it up, respond positively. Uh, you know, answer their thing in a different. You know, think about it. Just take you know two steps back for a second and go. I like to look at the lens of like, how can I get as many likes on my response as possible? Yes. Um, not to tear, I, I'm not a person to go and tear that person down, but um, if I try and think of any, if I've got any like real practical examples. Well, what made me think of this, right? Cause we talk about, yeah, we're talking about gifts, right? And yeah. I was just remembering when we, we, cause we last year, like we, we were just running live events every single month. Right. And this one particular month, there was this real negative guy that just kept getting on there going, this is a scam. Why scam pay, yeah. This is so funny, right? Why would you pay money to go do something like this when you can read it online? And like, I have fun with people. Like it was a free event. I, start, it's so. free for one. So I said, I don't know what his name was, but the first thing I do, I saw was respond with a gift. I got, like, because, yeah. like, yeah, like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, hey, friend, it's a free event. So, wallet. And that's why I think of it was gifts, because I tend to respond with humorous gifts. Sure. I, 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 I look at it in two lenses, right? One, I look at the intention behind the remark. 
Two, I check out who did it to try and get a feel for their personality, whether yep. they've been hurt in the past. Learn from it, yeah. And then I try to come from a, a mixture of an understanding, empathetic, but also like being firm place when I respond to things. Knowing, for me personally, when I go through comments, I don't necessarily look for the bad remark. I look for how did this business respond to the bad comment? Sure. Which is what you yeah. start saying. Yeah, there's so much, so much in this. And like, I've found that some of those, some of those people become our biggest fans and mm -hmm. work with us, um, depending on how you respond to it. I can think of someone within our group um, who challenged me, hey, Ryan, you're meant to be the group guy. How come your group's so small, man? Like, wh why is it only a thousand people when others are like 10,000? Uh, and, you know, I thought about it and I responded or I, let, I actually let a few of my you know, the group members support and jump in anyway, before I even got to it. And then I responded with like, Oh dude, like I went and researched the guy and said, Oh, um, our group's doing just fine. I mean, we're profitable. Like we're working with awesome people. We love the vibe here. How's your, how's your group going? And I think he had 30 people in his group yep. uh, or whatever the thing was. And then from there, I, I kept that post alive within the group because I wanted to have a dialogue publicly Yes. So that people see the type of person I am yep. uh, that I'm not going to back down on this, but I'm also going to teach through the process. And right. other members came in and they were like, mate, how's your engagement going in your group? I just joined and there's not a single comment in there. Um, you know, have you learned from Ryan or what he teaches? And it turned around. I don't know what happened to this guy if I booted him or if he left on his own accord or whatever, but uh, it caused a great commotion within the group. And we won a lot of support just from that, you know, nice. that real post. So yeah, nice. So that's yeah, a good lesson. Awesome. It's like, you know, and I, cause I, I train coaches as well. I train and certify people in NLP and hypnotherapy and things like that. And I always, always say to people, right? Like always look for a coaching teaching or value bringing opportunity. It's like when you have the opportunity mm -hmm. to teach one uh, one person, how can I take the teaching I give to one person and how can I make yeah. that apply to everybody? 100%. And it's perfect. Within a group, it's perfect. On your Facebook profile, on your page, all these places are, um, for the most part, somewhat public. And yep. it's, everyone's watching. Big Brother's watching, like you said. They are. They're always watching. Exactly. Always. To, um, another question, like a lot of people that we come in contact with are brand new coaches or just beginning on social media and things because they've always been a watcher. Um, but now someone's got their group, they've named it a really cool beneficial name. What are ways that they can sort of grow that group or start getting people in there? Or do they just sit there and hope and it's like, people are going to find me. They're going to search me for sure. Yeah. So you've got a couple of different avenues. You've got three different avenues. You've got organic, which everyone loves that word, uh, organic traffic. You know, I don't have to put any spend down. Uh, secondly, you've got paid, you know, you're running ads to a webinar, to lead magnet, to certain thing. And is that drill super loud in the background or are you guys all good? No, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, cool. It's uh, messaging home. <laughs> we do actually have a mechanical workshop just outside the window. So, um, Deacon Harry's. Deacon Harry's. <laughs> if you're in, if you're in Corumban on the Gold Coast, hit me up. I've got an awesome mechanic for you. So, um, the second is paid. So you're running traffic to a thing and then on the back end or as part of that thing, you're inviting them to your group. So you're making the most of that leverage. The third is partnered. Right now we're podcasting, like at the end of this, or even now as people listen, you know, in the future, they might be looking up my name or my group right. to find out what they're doing to, to get amongst that. So partnered traffic is where, you know, it's the old dream 100 strategy. Yep. Who are the people that have my audiences that either I could add value to, yep. uh, teach, train, support, coach, whatever for free, for nothing, give up an hour of my time yep. uh, 
in return for that person promoting my stuff, my group, um, etc. So organic, which would be dressing up, making sure your profiles online are optimized, pointing people on your website, your YouTube videos, your podcast, your Instagram to your group, everyone. Yep come get in my group. This is where we hang out. This is where I deliver value. This is where you'll get more of me. Uh, yep. It's all there. Second is paid, spend money, give them the thing, direct them back to the group. Third is partnered, team up with awesome people uh, that have great audiences and find some magic. Boom. Love it, man. That was where nice. Magic that. that was good. That was really good. That would, that would, yeah, that little chunk right there, I, I feel is hyper, hyper valuable for anybody that's kind of getting started on mm. their group. Totally. journey yeah so for sure. the next thing which is pillar number three so we, we, we talked about how to grow the, the group right we've talked about how to get engagement right get your four quadrants yep. and obviously making sure that you've got standards in place as well and, and enforcing those and then the next thing and co comments being the currency um the next thing is well okay so i've got a group it's growing i've got two three four five six whatever your, your metric is how do we sell some stuff people. Yeah, how do we sell some stuff? How do we monetize this baby? Yeah. Show me the money, mate. Show oh, me the money. And just in case anyone was wondering what monetize means, monetize means make money from your group. Yeah. We don't want to we don't want a group that's just purely about hanging out with awesome people. Like that's totally part of it. Um, but you know, one percent of people will come to me and say, Oh, I just want a community of like hanging out and whatever and going live daily. And that's fine. That's totally cool. But ninety-nine percent of people that we run into this is the this is the critical factor. So yeah. this is why we love, I mean, we've helped lots of different group owners, but this is why we love the coaching space um, the most. I'm really big on the non-pushy, the non-sleazy, uh, the non-douchey type of sales. So you won't see me in my group uh, saying, hey, if you want to book a call, uh, hey, fill out the form and like, let's chat and see, you know, how I can help you with your business. You won't see that sort of stuff. Yeah. You'll see it done in really soft ways that give people an opportunity to one, soak up the value, get engaged within the group, get to know me a bit more. And then there will be opportunities for them to put their hand up and say, Ryan, I think now's a time to find out a bit more about the thing, uh, talk to you personally or the team, et cetera, uh, and just see if or how you might be able to help me. So, so give us, just uh, pause here. So can you give us two examples just so we can trust those two together for the, for the people watching and listening? Okay. So give us a bad example and then give us yeah. a good example. Yeah, for sure. A uh, bad example, which we've sort of touched on briefly is you'll get a notification from the group owner. You go look at whatever they've posted and it'll be like, Hey, are you feeling tired and stressed right now? Do you want to know the three magic organic ways to increase your sleep, fix your diet and perform better at work? Here's my link uh, for $97, usually 147. There's only 10 spots left, even though it's a digital product. Uh, if you buy in the next five minutes, I'm going to throw in a set of knives. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. So that's example number one, okay. Rono, which is just a big red mark, red yeah. cross. Uh, and that's, that's all too common because we learn that from the marketers around us. We do learn that at ClickFunnels events or whatever the thing is. Yep. Um, that might work for some people and that's totally cool. Like that's fine. It's just not my way of doing it. Yep. The way I like to do it is by uh, prefacing everything with value and then giving opportunities for people to say, yeah, Ryan, um, I'd like an opportunity to hear more about those things. So um, we might run a, a challenge and might say, hey, we're running a challenge. It might be free or paid or whatever the thing is. Yep. Here's what you 
will get out of it. You know, mm -hmm. like you will preface some benefits. If yep. you want the details on this thing, just comment details or comment challenge uh, or drop a GIF and I'll send them over personally via messenger. Like it's not going <laughs> to move people to some landing page and try and automate this process. Um, you know, most of the time you're not going to have a group of thousands of people all flooding to a website, you know, and then you've got a, a headache. Um, it's really simple. It's really soft. And we do that in, in a number of different ways by either sharing testimonials of clients, which is inspirational, which might teach uh, and then say, Hey, if you want these results, um, we're willing to have a chat. We're right here. Just comment. Um, drop a know, GIF. Drop a GIF. Drop a GIF. So we've got those positioned in different places. When we welcome people, when they join our group uh, on testimonials, if I'm live, I might say, hey, I've just taught you know, X, Y, Z. Um, if you'd like help implementing it, just type implement and let's have a chat and see if we can get this sorted for you. Boom. Love it. That's good. That's really, really cool, man. This has been a, I can't think of this hour already. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> it's not so quick. And it's really cool. I'm jumping on podcasts with people where there's a, there's a synergy, right? It's like you said, you know, you're talking to people on the same wavelength as you and time this flies by. Absolutely. So, so we've talked about quite a bit today. Um, we've talked about growing the group, engaging, uh, getting good engagement in the group and, and how we can start to monetize it, right? So the sleazy, douchey, leave that over there in the trash tin, uh, tin way yep. and like a nice, elegant, value-based way, which in my opinion always trumps that, that other kind of nastiness. So if, if you were to, to give um, new coaches and people, people that are in business that want to use groups to get a result, let's, let's, let's yeah. make it very specific. Yeah. So, so people that are in business want to use, use groups to get a result and they just don't know how to do it. What would be the, the, the big tips to trying to wrap this, this podcast up they can take and they can apply right away? Let's yeah, cool. Three, three, yeah, tips. Three, three tips. Three tips. Holy Trinity. I don't want to make it this esoteric thing, but I think um, if you look at launching a group, like launching like a, a restaurant, maybe not during COVID, but a restaurant at anything or a bar, like a, a nice bar. Um, if you launch, think about that. What would you do to launch, you know, a restaurant or a bar? You know, you're going you're gonna to build the foundation, get all the stuff set up. You're going to create you know, hype and marketing around it. You're going to tell friends, you're going to get people ready with some form of offer or a give, you know, for being first through the door. Uh, when on the inside, you're going to give them a cocktail, uh, maybe a free dessert, whatever the thing is. So try and look at it like that. We get too like confused by, oh, it's online. It has to be real different. No, no, let's take a practical launch of a business and implement that within a group. Okay, so you want to create a launch party around your group. If this is speaking to someone that doesn't have a group, think of it through that lens. Yep. Um, that's step one. Yep. That's good. Step two would be to just map out what your content looks like on a monthly basis. How regularly are you going to do a live video or a post or a Q&A or get a guest in? What are some of the key features of your group? Um, go back through this podcast, go over the, the four quadrants of content. Yep. Um, and then third and finally is... I just say learn from someone, you know, learn from others that are doing it well. Make sure you know who's doing it well. Um, don't just look at other groups or other coaches that you think are. Find out what's really behind or under the surface um, and model some of them. If you're going to do that the free way and not pay for coaching or programs, go along that sort of trajectory. Uh, traje yeah, nice. And if someone already has a group that's a bit stagnant, uh -huh. what would you say? Just one quick tip for them. You need to warm it up. I'd go straight to asking your members about themselves and get them talking again. Mm, 
That's actually really good. good. So that, that kind of goes back to what you said, which is in groups, comments are your currency. Yeah, anywhere on Facebook. That's going to stick with me, right? It's going to stick with yeah. me. It's stuck. I'm glad. It's funny because when, when I talk about, when I talk about like, you know, marketing, I say trust is a currency. When I talk about coaching, like building a program, I say problems are the currency. So if you just give me another word now, it's like, oh, okay, groups, comments gonna, are the currency. I'm going to hear it all day, every day now, for the next week. At all least. right. This, this has been sensational, man. I've had a really, really good chat. Fun. Yeah. Um, so I want to wrap this up right now um, because, yeah, we're going on to the hour mark. So for everyone watching, everyone listening, um, I hope you enjoyed having Ryan on the show right now. And just to quickly recap everything. So we talked about growing the group. Yeah. So don't get caught up on the names. Don't get caught up anything like that. Just get it. Focus on the outcome for the person that you want to actually be you know, get in. Um, you saw those those three tips just before in regards to how to start growing it, right? Treat it like a normal business launch might be. Um, we've talked about engagement, so your four quadrants, and we also talked about monetizing it, right? So to chuck it back to yourself, Ryan, if people want to reach out to you, follow you, get in contact with you, how can people start to engage with you and get some of your amazing value? Well, out of the 5,000 friends that you can have on Facebook, I've only got about half of those spots filled. So come and add me on Facebook. Um, search me out and let's become friends. I don't bite. Come and join my group, Facebook Group Secrets. Um, you'll find that if you find my profile. And that's probably just come and hang out there. Um, you can go to my website if you want, ryanbowles.com. Um, but I'd rather just be friends on Facebook. and, um, and get so Facebook, Facebook Secrets is your group. RyanBowles.com is your website Sorry, and what's your, what's your home address? What was the name again? What's the home address so we can hang out? PO Box. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So I've loved, I've loved having you got, um, on today, mate. So it's been yeah, awesome. It's been Loads of knowledge there. Um, but if you guys have loved what you've heard today, share this, like it, give us some comments. Even if you've got some feedback or some opinions, let us know what they are so we can you know, build some engagement as well. If anybody you know, you know, is having issues with their group or anything like that, tag them in this post, get them to connect with Ryan because like, as you just heard, he's, he's, you know, you can always tell when someone knows what they're talking about, right? They can jump on a podcast with no structure and they can just boom, fire it off again and yeah. again and again. So you can tell that Ryan really knows what he's talking about. So yes. if you're having troubles with your groups, contact Ryan, get involved, add him, join his groups because I'm That's sure it'll be massive value. And I'm sure at some point he's a big Star Wars fan. So he'd be able to show you how to wield a lightsaber at some point. So, um, <laughs> but otherwise, secrets. it's been, yeah, <laughs> Facebook secrets, the group. <laughs> right, so. All right, guys. So like, share, uh, tag anyone that will get value from this and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.